Pro production, she put on for a shot. Need a spot where we can kick it. Spot where we belong. That's just for us. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Okay, you guys, we are back. First, I want to appreciate all the listeners for listening to the Bremore Productions, a safe place for the Black Opinion podcast. And if you are not following Bremore Productions on social media, please do so. We have a Facebook account. You can just go to the search bar and um, click on, no, not click on search for Bremore Productions, or you can um, go within the show notes in this episode and click on all the links. All of our social media links are in the show notes, but we also on Instagram and Twitter as well. You can search for Bree Moore Productions and um, follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, Bree Moore Productions. Please support. They also have this thing here on Anchor where you can actually uh, subscribe to the podcast and drop a donation. If you would love to do that, I would love it as well. So if you guys are, you know, in the mood to donate to the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Because I took so, uh, so much time off, I am no longer receiving the Anchor sponsorship. And I'm not tripping about it because like I told you guys in the last two podcast episodes that I had a goal. And I didn't want to record no more episodes until I was in a studio and I reached my goal. So I think the goal is greater than a sponsorship, right? <laughs> um, and more sponsors are coming and I feel it. And um, I'm, I'm praying that you guys also uh, donate as well. That would be awesome. So today... Man, we going to talk about a real conversation. In the first uh, episode of this season, I talked about how I wanted to have a conversation with other people that are not necessarily biased and easy to talk to and can hmm, convey their perspective without disrespecting the opposite sex and I am literally on a journey of discovering what is the issue amongst our community and that's the disconnection between the black woman and the black man so I'm gonna name this this podcast episode angry black woman because Unfortunately, it's a negative stereotype that black women have to live against. And I believe we also live up to it. And I don't necessarily, this is my disclaimer, but y'all know that I hate disclaimers. But I'm going to go ahead and give a disclaimer for this episode because it's, it's a very gentle, fragile, and sensitive topic. And I am not going to speak for all black women. I'm only speaking for myself. This episode is going to be um, personal. I'm only speaking about my experience as a black woman. And 
on the on our journey of trying to discover the solutions to provide um mm, a better way to communicate to the op- opposite sex i'm literally on that personal journey myself because nowadays my mindset is more tribal than anything and when i say tribal i'm talking about like family unit trust unity um generational wealth not only financially but spiritually emotionally sexually you know in every aspect and i i want to provide a healthy space um period, not just financially for the next generation. I'm really trying to break cycles in every aspect of life. This is my personal goal. So um, as of lately, I've been um, asking more questions and having more hard conversations with the men that I have to deal with in my life. Um, So, I came up with this 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 whole thing, and um, I came up with this theory. Um, I believe it was yesterday, and I'm like, I have to talk about this on a podcast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the theory, and then I'm gonna tell you guys why I came up with this theory. So my theory is, you know, here's a great example. Gr- growing up in elementary school, um, we were all well, most of us, I hope all of us, all of us received an emotion chart, right? And on that emotion chart, there's different sets of emotions. You got happiness, you got sadness, you got angry, you got disappointed. And your teacher will ask you questions or you'll be tested on, um, what is this emotion? I'm sorry, emotion. And what does it mean? How? Look at this picture and tell me how this character is feeling in this picture. And then you have to say, oh, the character is sad. Why is the character sad? Because yada, yada, yada. So at a very young age, we were taught different emotions. Unfortunately, due to experiences and how you're raised, that chart... (laughs) was thrown at the window when real shit started happening. And even though we have this, like a, a whole range of emotions that we supposed to live in, unfortunately, we only deal with typically just anger and happiness. There's no in-between. You either zero or you 100, or you 100 or you're zero. You go from hot to cold or cold to hot. There's no in between. And that's most of us nowadays because our music, our influencers, everybody is ready to pop off. Everybody is ready to counsel somebody. Everybody is ready to cut a nigga off. Everybody's just ready to just um, dismantle, destroy, and leave. No one is necessarily thinking about humanity. And the fact that there's different emotions around us. 
I don't think we even explore sadness as often as we should. And that that's what I, you know, that's that's my theory that we don't explore different emotions. We only explore happiness and anger. We only go from cool to extreme. And I say that because as a black woman, you know, and being a, at um, an active social media person, I constantly see each other, not only men speaking about the anger of the black woman, but also the black woman. And I feel like I live up to it. I definitely live up to the angry black woman. I would go from zero to 100 if I feel like you got me fucked up. If I feel like you're trying to play me, we going to have some issues. And I'm going to call you at your name. I'm going to belittle you. I'm going to say the things that I shouldn't say. And what's been on my mind. And I'm going to make you feel less than. Only because I think. It's not a fact. <laughs> it's just that I think you're trying to play me. So I'm going to beat you to the punch. I'm going to beat you before, I, before anything even kick off. I'm going to meet you there. And ain't nothing kicked off. It's just a trigger. It's just something happened that made me feel like you was on some whole shit. And, and unfortunately, in my case and what I went through lately, I never give the person an opportunity to be on some whole shit. I just cut it off. And now my ass is over here wondering like, damn, was he on some whole shit or was he not? <laughs> like, I don't, I, I can't even address the whole shit, even if it is a fact, even if it is the reality, because I have already jumped the gun and I'm already blasting. And then I ask names. Then I say, what happened? Girl, you already killed the man. How, now you want to know what is what, what happened and why you here. And you want to know all the facts after the fact. You already, you already blasted the dude. Like, so when I realized that and I want to, you know what? I have to give a special shout out to my best friend, Sesame. I really think Sesame should have been a therapist. Um. Because she, and th this is real friends, because she she brought my shit to my front door. She didn't sugarcoat nothing. She didn't like, she didn't, she didn't agree with me when I was wrong. She's not a yes man. So she made me look in the mirror and be like, you know what? This ain't the first time I did this. This is a, con a consistent behavior of mine, which is not healthy. Not only for that person, but also for me. It's not healthy for me because I'm not having those hard conversations. Before I can even have a hard conversation, before I can really honestly get to the bottom of what is really going on, I'm already blasting from the hip. I'm already angry. So I had another... Um, another situation shout out to lala i had a spiritual reading and she was saying a lot of things to me as well like brie you need to start letting go you need to start you know 
you got so much built up in you. And you in 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 reality, and I'm just gonna keep it 100 with y'all because I want people to learn from me. I'm not gonna Derek Jackson, y'all. <laughs> I fucked up. Like I I fucked up across the board, all the way from like across the board from the beginning of the situation with this man. I fucked up. I moved too fast, too quick, too soon. And I brought on a situation to myself that I wasn't prepared for. And then it put me on a road of emotions where I was up and down and hot and cold. So in the midst of confusion, which I do not do well with confusion at all. If I don't know what's going on, I'm blasting. Because you're not giving me enough information. In the time that I want the information to be to be distributed, it's just like, okay, you're not moving fast enough. Kill them. <laughs> That's just that just me. Like it's it's horrible. Like it's really horrible. Okay, so she was telling me like, you need to purge. You need to let go. You when the last time you've been sad? This is what Lala telling me. Like when the last time you been you been sad? I don't cry in front of nobody. I don't know how to be sad. I know how to be angry. And I know how to tell somebody shut the fuck up. I know how to cut somebody off. I know how to belittle you. I know how to make another person sad. But I don't know how to roam in sadness. I I know how to roam in happiness. And I know how to roam in anger. But sadness, what is that? Ain't no nigga about to see me cry. I don't, I'm not even going to see me cry. So I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, what the hell? The the chart from elementary school came to me. And I noticed in that moment where I'm mentally looking at this chart that even though I'm angry and I'm acting out angry, the face that I'm pointing at is the sad face. I'm sad, but my behavior is angry. But I'm honestly sad. My feelings are hurt. But instead of being sad, instead of acting out in sadness, which is, you know how the sad face is. The face is turned upside down. You see a tear. No, no, no. That's not me, no. And you, when you look at the anger face on the chart, you see redness across the cheeks. You see the eyebrows are all different types of ways. You see the the, the mouth is turned up, twisted in, in ways, and you just see the outraged person. I'm, at, I'm acting out in that behavior, but I'm sad as fuck. So instead of me... <sighs> This is the, probably the realest shit. <laughs> the, this is probably the realest podcast and personal podcast that I have ever recorded. But I have to get this off my chest because I'm in the process of healing and I want to grow. Like I want to be financially wealthy. Yes, of course. But I want to be emotionally wealthy as well. And if I'm going to be on a podcast or if I'm going to have some type of leadership in my community, 
I need to play my part. And I, I got to let people know that I fuck up too. And I, and I make people sad too. So this is the reason why I'm doing this podcast because I'm, I'm, I'm on a healing journey of becoming a better person, not only for myself, but for my baby, for my, my family, my immediate family, my family from afar, my family from a distance, my friends, my audience, you know, my followers. Like, I don't want to just put out bullshit into the world because honestly, y'all, I really want to break cycles. I feel like all we know is struggle. Do we really know how to live? Do we really know how to communicate? Do we really know how to love? Do we really know what love is? That's what I'm on. And I want, to, I want a new definition of everything because I feel like we've been doing this shit wrong. So even though I'm sad, and instead of telling me, instead of telling the person that have made me sad how I truly feel and that my feelings are just simply hurt. I don't know when the last time I told anybody, hey, you hurt my feelings. I just pop off. I just start blasting. Instead of saying, you know what, woosah. Instead of me leaning on to my own understanding, let me tell this person how I am really feeling. My my dude, my feelings are hurt. Let's talk about it. Before I lean on my own understanding and start blasting, please help me maneuver and navigate in this, in this emotion. Please tell me your intentions. Please tell me where, how you feel so I can... Find that human in you and we can be human together and we can come up with a solution. I've never did that shit ever in my life. I've never did that. I always just popped off like, nigga, you got me fucked up. You ain't going to play me. Ain't nobody going to hold me. That's my favorite quote. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to hold me. If you know me, I say that a lot. And unfortunately... I have missed out on having, it's not unfortunately right now, but in the past, unfortunately, I have had, you know, I have missed out on great opportunities to really tap in into another soul instead of my own. I've been selfish. I've been very selfish with emotions. We only think about the money aspect of relationships. But we never think about the emotional space that we create. I don't think I ever created a space for uh, for another party to genuinely tell me how they feel or how I made them feel or even what they're going through. And I want to apologize for that. If anybody is listening and I and I never um, like I just said, gave you a space to really, truly express yourself. My apologies. So I'm like, okay, Bree, be sad. Allow yourself to be sad. Allow yourself to say, oh my gosh, my feelings are hurt. Allow yourself to have these hard conversations with people. And if it doesn't go your way, okay, but guess what, Bree? You will no longer live in confusion. You know exactly what it is. I bring confusion amongst myself because I... I just jumped the gun and I assume. So what is the foundation of this bullshit? Hmm. So now y'all, I had to dig even deeper. 
I had to go deep, deep. I had to go back to childhood. I had to go back to my teenage years. I had to go back to my adulthood. I really had to dig deep. The cabinets, the mental cabinets that I never explore, I just put it away. It's deep, deep, deep down in the basement of my mental compartments. I had to pull all that shit up. And I had to open up each file mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and really just dig in what created this bullshit. And how you going to move forward? So what I discovered is fear. Fear is what created this bullshit. So y'all see how in the in the, the previous episodes I said I wasn't going to record another episode until I reached my goal. That was a financial goal. A financial goal that I have never reached before. A financial goal that I've never seen in life before. I really pushed the envelope to make this happen. I finally created working capital for myself. All right? So now I'm on a spiritual journey where I'm like, okay, no fear. So in order for me to accomplish that goal and and um, now be sitting in a whole podcasting studio, in order for that ha- in order for that to happen, I had to let go of the fear of failure. What if I don't make it? Oh my gosh! What if I don't get the money? Oh my gosh! Where I'm gonna get the money from? Oh my gosh! I did it. It was just fear, 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 fear. Okay, bro, you gotta hang that shit up. Because you a millionaire. You a millionaire. You are a millionaire. This is my daily affirmation every day. Bro, you a, you a millionaire. You a millionaire. You a millionaire. And then eventually I started stacking. My credit started boosting. I started doing everything right financially. Saving 31% of my income. It doesn't matter if I make $20. I sell $20 worth of earrings. 31% of that is going into my savings account. I was I was saving every single dollar that came into my 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 bank account. So I was able to do that because I got rid of fear. Fear of losing, fear of not having, fear of lacking. I got rid of it. What? I'm a boss. Can't nobody tell me nothing right now. I'm a boss. I got da 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 da. I've been doing da 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 da. Like I'm a boss. I'm no longer fearful. I'm living. That's only one aspect of my life, though. Emotionally, I'm starving. Emotionally, I'm on some post shit. I'm poor as fuck emotionally. I'm just going through the motions. I'm not really expressing myself. I'm not allowing others to express themselves. I think I am because I'm no longer able to really care. I'm not easily triggered, so I think I'm I'm winning. You can say whatever you want to want to me, but I'm not easily offended no more. That don't mean you winning. That means you just learned another way how to suppress your emotions, my nigga. <laughs> you just you just figured out another way to suppress your shit. You're not getting better. You're getting sicker. I'm silencing myself and I'm silencing others from having real conversations that can provide solutions. 
to unnecessary shit. Most of this shit be simple as hell. So I'm like the same drive and the same ambition that I had to create this physical space. I need to do the same mentally. I need to do the same emotionally. And this is the reason why God is so good, so great. Because I'm able to live throughout my experiences and actually learn lessons. I didn't have to sit in the classroom. I didn't have to ask nobody else. I'm actually living through experiences and really catching on to these lessons. Like I hear God. I feel it. Okay, that's a lesson. I'm supposed to learn from this. And I'm supposed to move different. You take a test at school and you get the answer correct the first time. You're not going to, if you see that question again on the, on the next test, you're not going to answer that question wrong because you already know the answer. Now you 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 becoming a better student. Next question, please. It's the same thing when it comes to life. When you learn something, you stick to it. You don't, you make sure it doesn't happen again. You make sure the next time it come, come across your, t- uh, your desk, you're able to answer it correctly. Hmm. It's a lesson. We have to be very grateful for our lessons, even though, even if it's the most severe traumatic experience that you probably have faced, there's a lesson in that. And as of recently, I don't, I don't been through some real shit with the opposite sex that I've never been through before. Emotionally, I'm on a high and I'm on a low. I'm, I'm, I'm in that gray area and I'm trying to get out, but I'm not allowing myself to get out because I'm not allowing, I'm, I'm suppressing my emotions by remaining silent. But yet I am making this other person uncomfortable to come to me to express themselves. So I can get out of this gray gray space. You're not angry. We are not angry. I'm not angry. Again, I can't speak for all black women. I'm not angry. I'm sad. But I don't know how to express my sadness. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say, yo, you hurt my feelings without feeling played. I don't know how to be the bigger person without feeling played. I feel like I'm giving up my essence, my pride, who I am as a woman. If I allow a woman, uh, allow a man to put me in that space where I have to compromise. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That is poe shit, y'all. That is absolutely poe shit. It really is. Last episode, we said no more poe shit. And like I told y'all before, I'm not going to Derek Jackson, y'all. I've been living in some poe shit. Okay. <laughs> I've been doing some poe shit. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm I, I'm even sick of my shit. I'm sick of my shit. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> We're going to give a shout out to our sponsors and we will be right back. So you guys know that I'm all about elevating. Not only financially, but also spiritually, emotionally, emotionally 
physically. So I am so excited to tell you guys about this event. So if you are in Dallas, Texas, please listen up actively and thoroughly. This event is so dope. So this Sunday, April 18th, you guys are invited to experience an energizing 60-minute yoga flow with the fresh fruit mimosa bar. This bubbly yoga session is for all levels. Your ticket will include mimosas, movement, and most importantly, a safe space to explore your practice. Space is limited, so don't wait to secure your spot. Again, it is this Sunday, Dallas. If you are in Dallas, Texas, this event will take place this Sunday, April 18th. You must be 21 years of age to participate, and you have to bring your own mat and mask. So for more information and to book your ticket, please visit Instagram. And on Instagram, you're going to look up Yoga Almighty. Again, that is Yoga Almighty. That's Y-O-G-A-A-L-M-I-G-H-T-Y. Black on business. So make sure you support. Again, it's Sunday, April 18th, a bubbling yoga, 60-minute yoga session with the fresh fruit mimosa bar. Go book your ticket now. Make sure you let her know that Brie Moore sent you. Peace. Okay, you guys, we are back. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Brie Moore Productions, the safe place for the Black Opinion Podcast. Make sure you guys take out the time to check out our sponsors and actually support. You know, for the most part, it's small businesses that's Black-owned. So please make sure you check them out. Um, I try to be as audible as per, as as possible so you guys can know <laughs> how to get to these websites and these links. But also the information is also in the show notes. So I always click on the link when you listen after you listen to the podcast or during the podcast, so you can actually find out more information regarding Bring More Productions and our sponsors. Okay, so. Today, we're talking about angry black woman. That angry black woman is me. And um, like I told you guys before, and I set out a disclaimer, put that out in the universe. I can't talk for all black women. I can only speak for me. And what I'm learning and what I'm experiencing. So um, as we all know, as of recently, um, DM, DMX passed away. Um, prayers go out to his family and his friends and his fans as well. Because even though I think most people be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you ain't never met him, but just y'all know how powerful music is. You listen to a song, it can make you happy. You listen to a song, it can make you sad. Like, music is so powerful. So I think when when prominent figures pass away in our community, we should we should definitely not only pray for the family and friends, but also the fans, people that listen to his music and really on a consistent basis, or even if they just started listening to them, uh, his music yesterday and it touched their spirit, we should pray for them too. Because loss 
comes in all shapes, forms. And some people, you know, they just feel it. Like, at the end of the day, we human. Let's feel again. Sheesh. <laughs> Let's stop being so damn hard. <laughs> so, um, in one of his last interviews that he uh, he recorded, and that interview was with Drink Champs, he talked about um, allowing people to be themselves. It doesn't matter if they're a snake. It doesn't matter... Allow them to be themselves And then You have the option This is my I added on I added on And then This is me This is me After I read that After I listened I'm sorry After I listened to that interview And I listened to this specific part I was like And then You get to Decide How you want to move So With I'm a Here's another disclaimer I am fully aware that there are men out there that are just horrible, horrible, horrible. I am fully aware that there are men out there that just ain't shit, that lie and manipulate and and hurt and physically hurt and emotionally hurt women. Please keep that in, in mind. But this podcast, this podcast is about me holding me accountable. And me finding a solution where there's not just a there's not just a take. I'm also giving. Like I'm not just oh you gotta be a provider. You gotta do this for me. You gotta do that for me. You gotta da 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 da. You gotta make sure you you reach these goals. You gotta make sure you you compromise with me. But on the other side of the fence, I ain't doing shit. Like I'm not matching my mates. I'm not matching. I don't have mates. I'm just saying, you know, my past situations, you know, this is my fuck, my fuck up in my past situations. Okay. <laughs> I don't have boyfriends out here, nigga. I know that's not me. Okay. Um, again, like I told y'all before, I'm now on a tribal vibe. Like I just want one person. I want to build. I want to create. Um, I just want to date one person at a time because I am powerful and I too have to deal with my shit. So I don't need no, oh yeah, I want to date multiple people and figure out who is the best. I just don't have energy for that. Um, because I have so much other things going on that I'm cool with just one, you know, but back to the immense, I'm gonna let y'all listen to this clip and then we're gonna, I'm gonna address how this plays into my situation okay one second people the wi-fi is cutting up right now let me see okay always trust everyone to be themselves but trust in the fact that you can see them well i mean it was like you know, trust, trust, trust. It takes too much energy to not trust someone. You mean? It takes too much energy. You only gotta say two steps ahead of them, whatever. Right. But trust them to be them. Right. To be themselves. Trust the snake to right. bite you. Right. Trust the lion to laugh. Trust the deep show for me. Like, trust them to be them. Too. But know them when you see them. Right. Always trust everyone. Bro. He said it takes too much energy to not trust someone. It takes too much energy to not trust someone. 
And I recently went through this before this dude can even say, before this dude can even show me that he was either or a whole ass nigga or a genuinely nice person. I got that shit off. Cut, block. I don't want to hear nothing that you got to say because I know you're going to lie. I never give that person an opportunity, an opportunity to even show me their colors. I was already done once it didn't go my way. But everybody is not like me, though. Everybody doesn't respond to situations like I respond to situations. Everybody don't move the way I move. Everybody don't talk the way I talk. Everybody don't walk the way I walk. Everybody don't work the way I work. We all are unique. And we forget about that shit. We, we just assume or we think that they either like ourselves or like what we've seen in the past. So what created this monster? It's not just fear either. What created this monster? What is going on? So, like I said, I can't speak for all black women, but this is my experience, okay? Growing up, I witnessed Pretty much every woman in my family give her all to a man. Her sex, her money, her womb, her credit, her energy, her time, her love, her patience, her anger, her sadness, her, her happiness, everything, just everything. I've seen women display this type of energy, persona, and pretty much every woman in my family. Every woman that have a hand in raising me, I, this is the type of woman that raised me. Keep a man and make him as happy as possible, even when he's fucking up. Toxic. I've seen, I, I've seen literally men uh, beat on women in my family. And the next day they all good. I done seen women love on crackheads in my family. The next day everything is good. I done seen women love on alcohol alcoholics in my family. Next day they good. I done seen women literally love on emotional abusers. You're going to need me before I need you. I actually heard a man say that to one of my kinfolk. You're going to call me before I call you. You're going to need me first. I ain't worrying about shit. Do you? I seen that. I heard it. I've seen men actively cheat on women in my family. I've seen men lie to women. So... I never really got a great example of a healthy, stable relationship. Never. It's now that I'm 31 years old that I'm able to now see a healthy and stable relationship. With a very close family member in my family. Actually, too, I got I probably got good two, three great examples 
of healthy, stable relationships that I I think they are. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I know how they treat each other in public. You know, I've seen private conversations where it's just us and everything seems fine. Um, And this is comparing to the past. These are the same women that raised me. Now they are in a healthy, stable relationship. So my perspective on relationships has always been a, you know, just not even Disney fairy tale. I don't think I ever had the luxury of even thinking about a fairy tale because I knew that that's not life. Nigga ain't gonna show up to your door singing songs outside your window. I ain't never seen that. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody, you know, put put shoes on a woman's feet, Cinderella. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. So I don't have a Disney fairy tale complex. I wish, I wish I can manifest that. I wish I can see that and envision that and obtain that for myself, but I never seen it. So I, I don't think it's possible. So I'm coming at how I how I'm coming at relationships is these niggas got me fucked up. Ain't no nigga gonna catch me slipping. That's how I'm coming at. This is how I'm coming at every single relationship. I'm on your ass before you can even turn the corner. I'm not as aggressive in the midst of it. I'm very quiet and chill. However, my silence is loud. Do you feel my energy? You know I'm on some post shit. <laughs> before I even open your mouth, you innocent as fuck. But I just feel like you want you. I feel like you about to do something. So because I seen my family members get played, I always been ten like DMX said. You feel like when you don't trust somebody to be themselves, you feel like you got you gotta always stay ten toes ahead. And that is draining and tiring as fuck. Let's let's keep it 100. Just always stand ten toes ahead, ten, ten steps ahead, always making sure that you know you on the lookout. That's that's draining. I have my own way of doing it. You know, like I said, I'm not aggressive with it. I don't show up at your front door with it, you know. And that's that's the thing that I always used against the men that I dated. I always say, at least I ain't show up to your house. At least I ain't blow your shit up. At least I didn't pop, pop out your windows. At least I didn't do this. At least I didn't do that. At least I didn't put my hands on you. That's what I always say. But motherfucker. <laughs> You might not do all those things. However, <laughs> you are making me, your mouth is vicious, my Like what you say to me is vicious. You are cruel. Oh my gosh. I can, I can literally break down the biggest, baddest dude. Because another thing about me growing up, like I never really had to fight. I was taught how to cuss people out at a very early age. I was cussing people out when I when I first started talking. So I have a very vicious re rebuttal. And I can make you feel so low. And also, when I'm mad and I don't say nothing, you feel my energy. Because when I'm happy, I'm attentive. 
I'm I'm all huggy and cuddly and kissy kissy. But when I'm mad, you don't get nothing from me. You probably I won't probably look at you. You don't get nothing. You don't get my looks. You don't get nothing from me. Like, bruh, you got again, you got me fucked up. So I never really give a I never trust people to be themselves. I just assume that they are the worst. I am living up to the angry black woman. I'm ang- I'm I'm living up to the angry black woman by displaying those type of behaviors. But what I really am, I'm sad. Because I I've never healed from childhood trauma. I never healed from witnessing women get punched, kicked, hurt. I just that ain't gonna happen to me. But if you want to cry about it, cry about it. Nah, I'm good. But that ain't going to never happen to me. I've seen men walk over women. And I'm like, nah, that ain't going to happen to me. I'm going to keep my shit real player. And I'm saying this out to the universe. And I'm 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 not only walking in this shit, I'm manifesting this shit. So this is the life that I live. I'm having hard ass relationships and deep down inside, I want this shit to be so simple. Lord, just help me, Lord. Just help me. <laughs> help me make this better. This is what I'm really asking for. I'm asking for the simple. I'm I'm asking for the simple relationships as possible. But I'm I'm also making it making it hard. And I'm not I'm not coming at this as if I want niggas to walk all over me. I'm not saying that. I'm not ever coming as a pick me because you know niggas quick. Women in our community now that they, they don't coined the term pick me. You know that's that's nigga. They throw that shit around like phobia. They really do. I'm not saying be a pick me. I'm not saying I'm going to be a pick me. I'm saying that let's present, let's create spaces and present patience and humanity for the next person, especially to each other, the black man, black woman, where we can verbally express ourselves and come up with a a solution to move forward, even if we we have to compromise because honestly that's how life is it's not gonna always go your way even with me coming up with this goal and creating this space this creative lab and this podcast and studio honestly y'all everything didn't go my way i had other i had little little specific details that i wanted to execute that i had to put on hold or I had to destroy because I'm also working in a building where I have to pretty much think of everybody else in this building. It's not my building. So I have to compromise. So if I if I have learned the skill of compromising in entrepreneurship, why I cannot what is what is the issue? Why why I can't do that in my personal relationships? What is going on? Because I eliminated the fear over here, bars, (laughs) but over here, I'm still living in fear. I'm still living in fear of, you know, 
being a woman that get punched on, being a woman that, you know, get played and cheated on and, you know, being a woman that, um, that gets hurt. What I am trying to do is avoid being hurt, but in the midst of me avoiding being hurt, I'm hurting others. And it's fucking me up because uh, that's not my intentions. But I'm just trying to, this is how I'm being selfish. I'm just trying to protect myself. I'm only putting myself first. I'm only considering me. I can give two fucks about you. I just want to make sure I'm straight and I'm able to walk away harmless and hurtless. But what's What's life without pain? Ain't nothing a fairy tale. Nothing. Nothing is a fairy tale. So if I already have this concept that nothing is a fairy tale, why I'm not? I'm living up to the angry black woman and didn't even know it until recently. And I'm no longer in denial about the shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no longer in denial about the shit. And I say angry black woman because that's how I've been reacting. That's how I've been. That's my rebuttal. But again, I'm sad. So now I have to just how I master behaving in an angry way. Let's learn sadness. Let's learn how we can move on and express our sadness. And I believe this is my this is my belief that sadness is more gentle because you are already in the hurt state. So you try your best not to hurt others. This is what this is what I this is my belief. You are already low. So if anything, you just want to be up. So you're going to listen because you need help to get out of this state. You need you need to get out the gray space. You, you don't need no gray areas. You want to you want to move either to the black or the white. But I, at this point, I'm like. I want to be in the know, even if it's not something that will uh, that would make me happy. But at least I won't be confused. <laughs> I hate being confused. I hate not knowing, but I have to give people in there. I have to give people a, a space to even give me that information to even move forward. I'm healing y'all and I'm damn sure not perfect. And I'm no longer in denial and I'm holding myself accountable. Because a lot of things, yes, a lot of things could have been avoided. But now that we are here, let's express ourselves. Let's give each other the space and the trust to be ourselves. And then we get to move on facts and not assumptions. And most importantly, not fear. And I know this is, this is probably deep and I hope, oh, I pray and I hope that uh, y'all uh, y'all that uh, that are listening, I hope y'all can grasp to my, my play on words and how I think my, yeah. I really hope that y'all with me. I wish I could say 
what the pastors be saying. Um, can I get a witness? I really wish I could say that and actually get some feedback right now. I, I, I just hope that I just hope that we are on the same page, not only on the same page, but in the same book. I just really hope that this is not going over a lot of people's heads because I really feel like this is the this, this is the solution. I do. Even though this is my personal experience and what I've been doing and who I am as a person, I'm sure that's many, many, many of us is that they got the same mindset when it comes to relationships. And guess what? Gratefully, I, I've never experienced the extreme um, heartache that my the women in my family have been through due to the fact that I put my guard up and I shut that shit down. However, I have had purposeful relationships that I feel like I provoked and I made others uncomfortable and I made them shut down because I'm feisty. And I'm I'm basing things off of my fear and off of my assumptions and my feel, my feelings. I'm 31 years old and I have never given another I have never given another party and and an opportunity to express themselves verbally without me attacking. And I and I've been lying. I've been saying I'm not easily offended. Yes, you are. You sensitive as fuck. And as soon as somebody say something that you don't want to hear, or as soon as something is a trigger that that probably you picked up from your mama's relationship, not yours. But you heard a man say to your mama, you putting that on this innocent man that don't have nothing to do with you, your mama, and what your mama went through. Or I've been also lying about having daddy issues. The fuck I do? <laughs> yes, I do have daddy issues. <laughs> my daddy was in prison for 21 years of my life. That's all I got to say about that. Yes, I have had a stepfather. Yes, I have other. I have had other male figures in my life, but ain't nothing like having a father. Nothing. I see that with a Johnny, with my baby, and how he's benefiting from having a consistent father. And that's the reason why I am the way I am with, you know, a Johnny's father because I know how it feels to be fatherless. So I don't got that part right. That aspect of my life is right. The co-parenting relationship is straight. However, my intimate relationships, nah, bro. <laughs> uh, what did Andre 3000 say in one of those songs on one of those cold ass features? He said, uh, baby, I'm hell. Save me. Don't bail. I am hell. I am hell. I'm still working. I'm still healing. I'm still in denial about a lot of shit. I don't hold myself accountable a lot about my shit because over here as an entrepreneur, I'm great. When it comes to Bremer Productions, I'm that nigga. I'm a boss. I get shit done. I'm this. I'm excellent. I'm excellent as an entrepreneur. I'm patient. I ride with emotions. 
I'm forgiving. I'm up. I'm down. I'm happy though. I come up with solutions. I compromise. But over here, you ain't gonna get out. You ain't. You're not gonna play me. You're not gonna play in my face. I've been wrong. <laughs> I have been wrong. I've been behaving as an angry black woman. And in all honesty, I'm sad. And I don't know how to express that. I just know how to punch you in your face. But I'm sad, though. And after I punch you in your face, you better come over here and you better apologize. Because you provoked me to do that to you. But I ain't never physically touched somebody. I'm just saying, like, you know, I done popped off on people and just, like, cut a nigga off and just be like, the next day, oh my gosh, like, you know, like, that's some, that's some post shit. That is some post shit, y'all. I've been, I've been on some post shit. And if I'm going, if I'm going to continue to say no more post shit, I have to live it. I'm not going to dare it, Jackson, y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to dare it, Jackson, y'all. So moving forward. I'm going to express that once we once we give a shout out to our sponsors, I'll be right back and I'm going to express moving forward. So you guys know that I'm all about elevating, not only financially, but also spiritually, emotionally, physically. So I am so excited to tell you guys about this event. So if you are in Dallas, Texas, please listen up actively and thoroughly this event is so dope so this sunday april 18th you guys are invited to experience an energizing 60 minute yoga flow with the fresh fruit mimosa bar this bubbly yoga session is for all levels your ticket will include mimosas movement and most importantly a safe space to explore your practice Space is limited, so don't wait to secure your spot. Again, it is this Sunday, Dallas. If you are in Dallas, Texas, this event will take place this Sunday, April 18th. You must be 21 years of age to participate, and you have to bring your own mat and mask. So for more information and to book your ticket, please visit Instagram. And on Instagram, you're going to look up Yoga Almighty. Again, that is Yoga Almighty. That's Y-O-G-A-A-L-M-I-G-H-T-Y. Black-owned business. So make sure you support. Again, it's Sunday, April 18th, a bubbling yoga, 60-minute yoga session with a fresh fruit mimosa bar. Go book your ticket now. Make sure you let her know that Brie Moore sent you. Peace. Okay, so we are back. Special thanks to special thanks to our sponsors. Again, make sure y'all actually take our time to check out these sponsors because most likely they are small businesses that are black owned. So please take out the time to check them out. Okay, so you guys, we are back and we talking about Bree Moore. 
behaving as a black woman and pretty much, you know, holding myself accountable to my bullshit. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> y'all, I, I swear, I think about, hmm, last week, this would have been hard for me to do because I really thought I was moving in a way that was uh, translucent, um, which means, you know, open book where I allow people to come in and just like, you know, be themselves and express themselves. And yeah, when you happy, when we good, we good. But when we are in an awkward space and we need to have a hard conversation, I'm going to apply my angriness to that. Don't trigger me. That's how I've been moving. But you, girl, you just found out what your triggers are. You still learning how to react to your triggers. So when somebody trigger you and they don't really know you and they don't know that those are your triggers because you never express your triggers, how dare you? How dare your rebuttal be as if these people are in your head? Duh. <laughs> like. Yes, this is how I've been moving. Like you, you supposed to know. You you supposed to know how to move when it comes to me. When I'm learning how to move when it comes to me, and then on top of that, they got them too. They got them to worry about. They got their own emotions. They got their own experiences. They they got their own way of doing things. And I've been neglect man. How you feel? <laughs> we talking about me type shit. That's what I've been on, and it's it's really just come. It comes from an it's just angry behavior. It's 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 low bro. It's no it's low vibrational behavior. It's post shit. It's it's all of that. I've been selfish with my emotions. I've been selfish with the space. Once I, once I, you know, express myself, stage is closed. No, no, no. You stay in the audience. You can't come on the stage and express how you feel. You can't hold me accountable the way I hold you accountable. My ex-boyfriends going to listen to this podcast and they going to be like, bitch. <laughs> they going to be like, wait, wait a minute. Nah, uh. Now she not growing up. Now she not growing up. Did y'all hear this shit? Brie growing up. My my ex dudes gonna be like, yo, she growing up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they gonna stand up and clap and shit. Probably running her all across the room. Y'all gain them niggas hell. Mm-hmm. I sure did. But uh <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, I sure did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, however, like I said, I'm no longer in the, in denial, and I'm really like, I'm trying to be. I want to be. I want to really. Tap into who I am as a woman. 
I want to know more about womanhood. How to be more feminine. How to approach things in a feminine a manner. You know? Don't get me wrong. Um, shout out to Lily because I think about... I'm going to have Lily on my podcast. Um, Lily, we call her Lily, but Lily is running for um, district. I don't know what district is in, but she's she's running for to be a district. Oh, my gosh. She just sent it to me. Give me one second. Let me see. I can pull it up right quick because I want to say it correctly because um, I don't want to mess it up so lily is a community active activist and she is running for district four and um yeah and i'm gonna have her on the podcast really soon but um lily is also like a not only she's an activist but she's she also lead people spiritually as well and i went to one of the sunday um Sunday events uh, they used to have at Pan African Connection. I don't know if they still doing it or not. I forgot the name of it. I think it was Soul Sunday or something like that. It was something like that. And she she said something like, "We always say that we are reacting as in the masculine energy, uh, in the masculine energy, you know. But sometimes we are exactly what we are. We are." You know, we are moving and acting within the feminine energy, but I don't know. I don't know what is what. And I think that's the difficulty that we face as well. That's a challenge that we face as well. We don't know what is what. Um, Because like I said, my dad was in prison for 21 years. I'm also picking up the, the behaviors of the men around me. And not only am I looking at the women, but I'm also, I'm also looking at the men around me and how they treat women. The lies and the cheating and stuff. I witnessed that, and then witnessing the 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 women be being lied to and cheated to. I would, you know. So I think it's unbalanced. I think how we approach things are unbalanced. Do we do we necessarily know what feminine and masculine energy is? Can we identify what is what? Because most of us were raised by single. Mother, so the only thing that we have to represent masculine energy is from a distance or it's TV or radio. And most of that should be toxic. So do I know what is what? So now I'm defining and now I'm learning what it is to be more feminine. And actually walking in it and being graceful and being happy to. I'm exhausted. Naturally, I'm not as a, as aggressive as I am. Like, <laughs> it's tiring. It's actually exhausting for me to act in, a, in that in that manner. J- just like DNA. Uh, I said DNA. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Please forgive me. Just like DMX. I'm just talking too fast. Just like DMX uh, stated in that video, you got to trust people for who they are. It, let a snake be a snake. But guess what? If you snake me, you hurting yourself because I've 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 done nothing but be good to you. However, now that I know you're a snake, I can move away from you. I can get away from you. 
And I trust you to continue to be a snake. I don't have to deal with you no more. However, my issue is that Brie never allows people to show her who they are. Snake or heaven or heaven or hell or devil or angel. Snake or butterfly. You don't ever get that opportunity to be yourself because I'm just trying to make sure that you don't hold me. So the minute that I feel like you are, you probably just on some real genuine nice shit. The minute that I feel like you're trying to hold me due to my past experiences and my trauma, I'm getting rid of you. I have nothing for you. So not only have I suppressed my emotions, I have suppressed you from expressing yourself. I'm not giving you the opportunity to even do whatever. So now I'm going to just chill. So moving forward, Bridget's going to chill. And I'm going to keep my intentions pure. I'm going to keep my intentions where they at because I have great intentions. I have amazing intentions. I want to do good and be good. I want to be great in every aspect of my life. That's the reason. That's. I think this podcast is a great example of that. I could have just continued to suppress this shit and be like, fuck everybody. I'm on my shit. And it is what it is. However, that's not. I want to coexist. I don't want to do this shit by myself. I'm not doing this shit for nothing. I'm not doing this shit just for me and my son to kick back and be happy. I'm doing this for us. And when I say us, I'm talking about my family, my friends, people that I might not even know. Harriet Tubman type shit. Her legacy lives beyond her her immediate family and friends. She slayed people that she wasn't even kin to. Did I say she slave or did I say she free? She freed the people that she's not she wasn't even kin to. She inspired not only her immediate family and friends, but also other people that she never known. Her name is still being spoken in 2021. That's the type of legacy I want to have. But I got to stop being so selfish. And just let it be. And whatever whatever it is, it is. Whatever it, it might become or whatever, let it be. Let it be. Let people be. Let people be who they are. And if my intentions are great and my heart is pure, it's not going to... You're not going to play me. You're going to play yourself. However you feel your emotions, that belong to you. That doesn't belong to me. So that's what I learned. That's the lesson. And I, like I said before, I hope we are all on the same page in the same book. And I am no longer going to be behave as an angry black woman. If I'm if I'm sad, I'm gonna say you wait, 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 cut, 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 cut. You just offended me. So I don't lean on my own understanding, and I don't start blasting. Can you please help me move and navigate out out of this gray area? I need your help, right quick. What you mean by that? Before I assume, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How do you feel about it? How do you feel? How 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 do you feel about this situation? How do you feel about what's going on right now? And actually listen. I'm already a good listener, but actually listen without taking notes on. 
Okay, he said this. Okay, I got a rebuttal for that. Okay, I'm going to bring this up when he stopped talking. No, nigga. <laughs> Listen. Listen. And if you take notes, don't take notes to use it against him. Take notes to actually come up with a solution where you can compromise and both of y'all win. And um, another disclaimer, again, I'm not saying be a pick me. I'm not saying, you know, allow these dudes to do whatever they want to do. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. And I hope y'all not getting that out of this, uh, this podcast episode. I hope y'all not. But, you know, some people... <sighs> They think everybody is a pick me. Why is it? Why is it that black women are pick me's when they want to compromise with the black man, or they want to understand the black man, or they want to be sympathetic for the black man? Again, do black lives matter outside of racism and police brutality? Does it matter in our households? Why do I have to be labeled as a pick me because I simply want to listen and learn? Or right, sometimes just shut the fuck up. That's not pick me, bro. That's everything that we need in our community. And within that, when you hush and you allow, again, you will trust that you trust that person to be them, and you know for a fact that's the he that person is solid in whatever they might be, a butterfly or a snake. Now you have core facts on how you need to move. And within that, you you determine if you want to be with that person or not. You don't you don't continue to get hissed and continue to be stung by a snake. I'm not saying that. And if he's a butterfly, allow him to be a butterfly in his own butterfly ass way. That's what I'm saying. Cuz most of these men are not snakes. Every man is not a snake. Every man is not. I, I'm not going to sit here and speak for men. I'm just saying. They all unique and they all just how every woman is unique. And you know how we be on social media and we be scrolling and niggas say whatever they say about women. But that's not me. So I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm not offended no more. But we automatically soon every nigga is the same. He on some whole shit. And I have literally experienced men that are different, but in a good way. They're not perfect and they flawed as fuck, yes. But for the first time ever, I'm holding myself accountable, okay? So bear with me. I'm just saying, like, I have been in two relationships as of recent. A Johnny's father and my long-distance relationship. And I didn't have to worry about no third parties, mean I didn't worry about cheating. When dude said that he was at work, he was really at work. When dude said he was at an event, duh, 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 he was really at an event. I didn't have to worry about no third parties. However, our issues was within. Our issues came from home. And I'm only, I'm pointing fingers. He, they both part, pointed fingers at me as well. However, I don't, I'm not trying to, what? 
Nah, you did this to me. That's the reason why, you know, y'all can even hear it in my voice right now. Every time I think about it, you know, I'm still in the process of cutting this shit off. <laughs> I'm still in the process of cutting the perm off and going natural with this shit. You can hear my, you can hear my voice when I talk about it. I go straight to angry instead of saying, wait, 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 cut, 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 cut. Let's talk about this. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sure we can compromise. I'm sure we can come up. And if it don't come, if you don't able, if you're not able to move on in in the way that you want to, that's fine too. But at least you don't have to live in confusion. I still be wondering what 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 went wrong with Ajani's father. What what happened? <laughs> you know. Even though I have moved forward and I have adapted and I have accepted things for what they are and we are great co-parents, I still live in confusion because I did not allow him to express himself. Yeah, I cut all this shit out. You ain't got nothing to tell me, all right? If it ain't about a Johnny, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And it's it's, it's bad. It's toxic. It's, un- it's just, it's not, it's not okay. So... I hope y'all learned from my um, poe ass. <laughs> but one thing I can say, I'm I'm no longer poe. I'm not. I'm I'm still on that no poe shit because I'm no longer in denial and I'm able to hold myself accountable. So my next relationship is gonna be my best relationship, and guess what? It's gonna be my last relationship because I have now mastered how to shut the fuck up, how to allow others to express themselves, how to not lean on my own understanding, and how not to live in fear. So now I'm able to create and build that solid foundation that I've always desired. I just didn't, I didn't have no blueprint. I didn't have no great example. So I had to live through this. And now that I see the lesson, thank God, I see the lesson. Oh, the next relationship just going to be as dope. And I'm going to trust that person to be themselves. And even if, you know, I got to date a little bit. Okay, now I know how to move. Now I'm not basing things off of my fear and my assumptions. Now I'm basing basing things off of who you truly are. And I get to move off of facts, not off of my emotions. So I hope this all makes sense again. I hope we are all in the same um, book and on the same page. And I want to continue to have this conversation. so with that being said, when you see me post this on social media, please join in on the conversation in the comments. Let's really talk about this. Um, and also, you know, I'm very active on Facebook on my personal page. I cannot um, accept any more friend requests, but you can follow me. And if you follow me and my, my page is public. You know, just let's chime in. Let's really have this conversation. Let's let's provide the solution. I really think this is a solution. I think everybody needs to hold, hold themselves accountable and really dig in deep and go into that that mental that that mental space where you're able to pull out childhood trauma and triggering um, things that have happened to you, and you're actually able to heal from it 
And when I mean heal, like actually put in the work and actually cry about it, yell about it if you want to, or go talk to the person that hurt you and let them know what happened and how you feel. Like I'm going to have a whole conversation with my father as soon as I'm done with this podcast. When I tell y'all that I am not playing when it comes to healing, when it comes to me being my my best self, my excellence, not only financially, but emotionally and spiritually as well. I mean that shit. In every aspect of my life, I want to be great. I just don't want to be great when it comes to Bring More Productions. If I can be great over here, I know freaking well I have the ability and the will and the power to be great over there. I have already given myself a blueprint and a great example on how to do such because I'm good at entrepreneurship. I'm great. Let's walk. I say I want to be a wife. Let's walk in it. Let's live in it. And I mean that. I'm going to be great. And I'm going to do my best to be great and to, to heal and not carry baggage from one relationship to another ba- uh, relationship. I am not a bag lady. You hear me? <laughs> I am not I'm not So again I thank you guys For listening to the Bring More Productions Podcast A safe place for the black opinion And I'm so happy that I have this Platform where I feel safe To express myself the way I just Express myself So thank you guys so much for listening I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode And I again I hope we're on the same page And on the same Um um, in the same book And make sure you go follow Breedmore Pro- Productions On all social media platforms Twitter, Instagram, Facebook And also subscribe to the Breedmore Productions YouTube channel We're about to start picking up those interviews again But in the meantime, between time Go go watch the old interviews We have Star K, we have Bay Bay uh, We have Highway Yella You know, I'm trying to get to the point Where every time somebody touch down in Dallas they start by Bring More Productions and we interview them. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Safe Place for the Black Opinion. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. And um, yeah, and please know that I'm beyond grateful for your listening ears. Y'all stay dangerous. Peace. <laughs>